take a look at the bigger picture. Ed Sedell's with us, CEO, Chief Investment Advisor at EGIS Financial. Thanks for being with us. So tell me a little bit about how we're digesting these election results. The market clearly selling off, just not having it. It is risk off across the board. Why? Well, thanks for having me, Nicole. And, you know, I think it has a lot to do with the, the, the rally that we had right before the election. Uh, it kind of already priced in uh, the red wave that didn't occur. And so reality is really starting to set in a little bit. Uh, a lot of the economic news that's been coming out, you know, week after week, uh, and especially this week, you know, you've got the small business sentiment report that came out on Tuesday that, that was not good. It was negative again. And so we had 10 months in a row um, where that was down. And so it was below the 49 year average. So they've been measuring that for 49 years. And that's a big deal because small businesses, I mean, that's a leading indicator of where the economy is because it's all about cash flow. So the cost of goods sold, labor costs, materials, that affects the bottom line and cash flow and profitability uh, immediately. Now, on the other hand, you've got, you know, corporate. Um, that's more of a lagging indicator, and that's also starting to get uh, catch up. So we're seeing that with some of the, the negative earnings that are coming out this week. Uh, we're also seeing it with Meta, which is Facebook. You know, they're reporting layoffs of, you know, they're reducing their labor force by 13% over 11,000 jobs. You've got Salesforce that, are, that has layoffs. You've got Amazon Prime and even the financial sector, Credit Suisse. Um, but the real telltale sign, it's uh, the retail sector. So you've got Nordstrom, Gap, uh, just to name a few, where they have layoffs, you know, right before uh, the biggest retail season of, of the year. So I think these are indicators that, that show that everyone is expecting a slowdown uh, and a, a pretty deep recession in, in 2023. And so what these corporations and businesses are doing is they're reducing their overheads, they're cutting their costs, um, and they're also raising their prices. Apple just announced today that they're increasing their prices because they wanna make sure that they preserve earnings. So again, I think what we're seeing today is really more of a reality check. Um, but, you know, I, I think that we can still, you know, be cautiously optimistic. Are you expecting more of the same? I noticed 3,500 in your notes. Are you thinking about a retest of the most recent lows? I, I, I am. I think a lot of that is going to depend on the CPI numbers and how people react. You know, is it going to be very fearful? Uh, because remember, you know, we're still facing the same economic issues as we were before the election. You know, we have gridlock right now uh, and, you know, the markets, they like gridlock. And the reason they like it is because it's stable. What the market doesn't like, you know, are, are surprises. Um, but all this economic news, you know, I think that that could really push it down and increase the fear factor and really could push the, the S&P down and maybe even break that 3,500 level. Does this provide opportunity? You talked about a lot of the layoffs and pressures on tech and retail. We'll hear from a lot of the retail, the retail story next week a little bit, but um, are there opportunities that are being created? Lots of opportunities. Um, you know, again, you know, look at Meta, that's down almost 70% for the year. Um, so you, there's a lot of opportunities like that. And even, you know, for based on a sector, you know, if energy right now, we're just getting ready to, to enter the, the winter um, uh, time frame, so utilities, energy, I mean, there's some really good uh, buys out there. And I think if you do it right, you hedge your bets, um, you know, you can do pretty well in the market like this. 
Mm, understood. Um, tell me a little bit about the inflation print tomorrow. Obviously, it is so key. What will you be looking for specifically in the number? You know, so right now it's forecasted to be 8%. You know, last year it was, it, it was a little bit higher than what was forecasted. I, I think it's going to be about the same, maybe a little bit flat. Uh, I think more has to do with the consumer sentiment um, and investors and how they react to not only the the red wave not happening, um, but after today and tomorrow when those numbers come out, if if there's fear based on those the economic news, I mean, that really could create some increased volatility in the markets, which again, could create a lot of really good opportunities going forward. Yeah, and then yeah. we're trying to find yield and, and get some money out. Is it energy? Is it bonds? Where are you looking to make some money? Well, you know, for us, it is energy and utilities. Um, but, you know, back in January, we started taking a, a large position in, in cash early on because we, we realized that the market was, you know, not only oversold, but extremely leveraged. Um, and so short-term uh, um, instruments like the, the six-month and the, the one-year Treasury note um, and having a lot of cash on hand is, gives people the, the opportunity to, to buy those um, those stocks like a, like a meta right now, um, you know, when it's, you know, at a low at 70%. So those are the things, you know, good dividend paying stocks, um, I think are some good opportunities because you're going to be able to buy those at a really good bargain price right now. Um, but I think cash is king going forward. Yeah, yeah, understood. Ed Sedell, thank you so much. CEO and Chief Investment Advisor, EGIS Financial. Good to see you. Thank you.